Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that handles uh, food, beverages, utensils, and items in the Binding of Isaac video game series. I'm Gary Butterfield, and with me is Soundgarden's own Spoonman, Will Hughes. Hey, Gary! <laughs> I'm not sure how Soundgarden sounds. <laughs> you pretty much nailed it. That's that's the voice of uh, Lane Staley? I don't know what his name was. Uh, yeah, I know it's not Lane Staley. Yeah. It's Shannon Hoon. Um, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going all right, Gary. Uh, you know, it's a little warm in here. Might pop hmm. the door open, you know. I am having the opposite problem. You a little too chilly? I, uh, so I, I opened up my, so Roars, my friend and yours. Love Roars. You know, you have, you have a cat, you live in a studio apartment. It means you have a box of shit in your, in the room you're in. At it's true. Time. He's been doing some real work. Uh, as far as that, like it's a real like he's he's just going making for the moves, bests. just making some moves like he's he's making moves. And so I opened the windows and one of the windows now I can't close from the inside. It, it has a those little like a like a, a door, like a window rolling up handle thing. OK, like an old timey car. Sure. And uh, now I didn't do anything different, but now it won't close from the inside when I do that, which like for anyone who knows my living situation is just going to be like a fucking obnoxious conversation with my landlord when I move out. But also, it means I can't close my window from the inside. I have to go outside to do it, uh-huh. and uh, I've been lazy because uh, it's cold. And it's it's a it's a chilly night in Portland, Oregon tonight. Yeah. So I so instead of being sl- pretty chilly here, but I've got a a blanket on me to to stay cozy and stuff. And, and see, Gary, I was going to propose blanket. Yeah, I'm going I'm going blanket when it comes to warm it up. Um, but I, I've got the the heat on stuff, and it's not, it's not a good use of energy. But also, like, I don't know, man. Don't uh. And buy better windows. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell anybody. Gary, can I confess? I've been living in this house for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I just found out how the heat in my room works. Because mm-hmm. there's a dial in here, and I always thought it was completely superfluous. Because I have a little space heater on the floor by my feet by my computer. We're so like similar. One built into the wall. Yeah, that's uh, that's what that's what I do too. But like this I, thing, I do, yeah. it's ceiling heat. Ooh, there's like tiles of clay or something up in the roof of my room that are heated up and that's it's pretty interesting it's apparently pretty energy inefficient but god damn is it the toastiest thing it sounds, it sounds too toasty to me like i, I don't, don't turn it up real high like i keep it at like 55 mm. at most but like you can like you just walk in and you're like oh, oh this is like pleasantly being, toasty yeah, being showered with heat the um yeah I, I tend I thought we were actually not that similar because the the two things that I was gonna say is like one I don't actually turn on heats uh, the heat in places I live <laughs> I don't uh, like to do that either I, I don't do that and I have a little tiny space heater but it's not one of the little war, wallboard ones I just have a little little portable unit I use yeah instead. it feels like I'm spending money on my own comfort and that's not how my psychology works yeah yeah I don't I don't like turning on the heat I also I just run I tend to to like it cold. Right, we're this uh, is just a little bit much. We're men of carriage, and I feel mm-hmm. like that that lends itself to a certain, I guess, exothermic lifestyle. You know, uh, that's true. But then also, um, you know, I, I go real like if I go outside, mm-hmm. I run real cold. Like even like this weather, which is fairly comparatively mild, I'll just be I'll be a real cold wuss. Okay. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a man of contrast. Yeah, um, you know what else a... is an item of contrast? Is it Gary? Tell me. <laughs> Uh, the wooden spoon. Oh, yeah. The contrast between the front and the back of the spoon. Yeah, the contrast between a point zero three speed up 
and nothing else. Nothing else. You know, uh, Gary, I will say, uh, we talked several episodes ago about whether the rotten food items and the dog food food items suggested neglect or abuse in the plot of The Binding of Isaac. This is this item is explicitly an abuse item. The speed items are all abuse, and a lot of the tears up items are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because this item, you know, spoon, whatever, but it it's one of the relatively small number of, like, pure just stat-up items that give Isaac... I guess that's not true. I've been brainwashed by Meal Week. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, give, give him a cosmetic give, change. Yeah, gives Isaac a cosmetic change. And in this case, it is strike marks from a spoon. Yeah, welts. Uh, you know, which and- is a running darkness. Like, I don't think this is necessarily being played for laughs. No, no. Um, I, I don't think so either. I think it is just uh, being being kind of presented, you know, as, as is. Like... Uh, there probably are people who laugh at it. Yeah, you know, I've never, I've never thought of it that way. Um, I it tends to be more like I, you know, tears up tend to be more explicit to me, and maybe are a little bit more outlandish. Sure, like like the, uh, like the hanger. Yeah, the hanger literally sticks a hanger through his head. Yeah, that that you know, but this is just a kid getting hit, like a baby getting yeah. hit to go faster. You know, um, yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, can I, how old do you think Isaac is? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so he plays uh, plays with a Game Boy. And he can draw, uh, and he can write. He can write like me. Point, you know, write the word me and point it to himself. Yeah. So like five, four. See, uh, this is going to get weirdly real, but I, uh, for a couple years, I worked with kids of a variety of elementary school ages, and looking at the like the writing, that is somewhere in the first grade to second grade range. If you like, look at the will and things like that. Mm. So that's. That's going to put you closer to like seven or eight or nine. Oh wow, he's definitely not nine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, does, I mean, did you think so? I mean, I just don't think he seems nine to me. He seems even smaller than that. Like he seems younger. See, to me, the baby stuff always seems like an abstraction. Like everything's mm. a baby in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would be comfortable saying he's eight. Yeah, eight. It could be eight. And yeah. eight is also, I feel like, when you first develop enough grasp of the world to get really scared of it yeah yeah and this is a game in a lot of ways about what your imagination can do to you yeah or what what somebody can make your imagination do to you yeah you know because that that explicitly you know we're not going to get real heavily into those parts of it but like there is a parallel between isaac being scared of all these monsters in the basement and his mom being scared of god yeah you know both of them having imaginary beings that are causing them to act uh, you know, that is a parallel that Edmund is definitely trying to draw, whether I'm calling God imaginary on this podcast or not, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, uh, we're out of meal week and it's, it's showing. <laughs> we got back to seriousness. Do you, uh, do you, where, so I feel like in base Isaac before, uh, the, the new Isaac, uh, before afterbirth, I used to really undervalue speed and now I actually really like it. Yeah. Where, uh, where are you at in speed? Uh, it's one of those stats where I think I might have even said this before is the lack of it is felt much more strongly than having a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Like one speed down early in the game is murder. Yeah. It's, it's more or less grounds to restart a run. Yeah. It it really sucks. 
you know, every once in a while you'll just get like, you'll be too far in to give up and you'll just get a lot of bad luck in a row, you know, like curse of the blind on the same floor. You pick up like lard and, you know, Taurus. Yeah. It's like, well, this is miserable. <laughs> like, I, do, is the, uh. I do think the more I have played of it, the more I do appreciate the ability, like, like the legitimate ability to dodge a shot is definitely part oh, yeah. of it is just player skill, but there is also speed gives you a lot more room to maneuver around, like even like a monstro vomit, mm-hmm. and then definitely the bigger attacks that come from the later bosses. One hundred percent, and to a whoa, <gasps> it's sleepy, chilly yawns. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to, uh, to back away from a shot. Beanie which is like a lot of times can be the only kind of you know move you can make uh-huh. depending on the layout of the room. So I, I've come to really like speed. Like I used to be like, oh, I reroll a basic speed upgrade. Now, you know, I'd, I'd prefer it to be packaged with something else. But if not, I'll still take a speed upgrade. Yeah. Like if I'm in a boss room and a speed thing comes up and I have like a charge D6, I'm going to reroll it because mm-hmm. the chances of getting a tears up or a damage up is pretty good. worth risking getting a range up or an HP up. Yeah, and see, I, I don't do that. One reason why I don't do that too, though, is I the items that give you speed downs, uh, mm-hmm. I tend to like. I don't like Taurus very much, but I like um, nacho cheese and I like lard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want one of the things you can do if oh, you I do build like up those lard. early speed ups is you get to uh, have some some space to play. You know. Yeah, I you know I just said I don't like lard. I don't like thunder thighs. Is what I meant. To say. Yeah, that's a that's what. What did I call that? I call that something different. Nacho cheese. But that's mm-hmm. that's what the visual is. I like both those items. Okay. Um, I don't like Stompy as an effect. We'll yeah. talk about it. Oh, we, we, boy, will we. Uh, three times, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so in, in closing, uh, do not hit a kid with a spoon. Yeah. don't Maybe don't hit the kid at all. Yeah. Maybe. I don't like, yeah, I don't like hitting kids. There are lots of other ways you can discipline them. And this has been Gary and Will's par- uh, two childless unmarried men mm-hmm. with beards giving mm-hmm. you parenting advice. Yeah, it's probably pretty good parenting advice, though. In this particular case, yes, but that doesn't necessarily other mean cases, other advice. No. In other advice we give you would be bad. Yeah, hey, Gary, so we have a... Hmm? Hey, Gary. Yeah? We have seeds. Oh, yeah, we're back to the seeds. Seed me up, Buttercup. Seed me. Somebody seed me. Somebody seed me, baby, behave. I think I'm going to go real traditional today. Okay. O, four, Q, G, Q, C, X, E. You think you, you, you faked me that traditional. What do you mean? Um, it wasn't traditional. What do you mean? Uh, it means you started out doing it like traditional ASMR and then you kind of turned into like a demon preacher. I don't Gary, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounded like traditional ASMR to me all the way through. Maybe, you know, I, there's no maybe about it. We don't know what ASMR really is. So I mean, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> there's, there's literally no maybe about it. You know, I, I just, uh, we don't, we don't actually know that. So I guess you, you can't really neither. None of the things we've done has been traditional. It's an untraditional podcast. It's true. Meanwhile, yeah. all my ARG hunters, Go to the text field. You know where. Type in Will is a demon. Mm-hmm. And you'll find a super secret that talks about the religion. Religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that uh, chili dyslexia. <laughs> chili lexia. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can people do if they like this show, Will? Uh, they can rate and re- review us on iTunes, the popular mm-hmm. podcast serving service. Perhaps the most popular podcast serving. Watch out. 
Google Play. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Google. It already sees. Yeah, it, I was telling my Google Home spy to watch <laughs> out for iTunes. You know, my um, buddy and yours, Matt Tominaga, has an Alexa. I kind of yeah. fucking love that thing. You kind of what? Fucking love that thing. I like being able to just yell at a box to play a Ratatat song. I don't. Uh, this is. I mean, this is. This is more of a me and Cole conversation. I'm. Sure. I'm. I'm I real against them. Cole. Cole loves them, and I. I think that I can't let a company listen to everything in my apartment. I just can't do it. Like I. I I'm not. I don't think I'm particularly paranoid, but it's like God. Do I really want to get Amazon or Google like a literal microphone that goes to my house? Yeah, so like, many chili sounds much. they could use against you. Yeah, these chili farts, they're just going to end up ordering me a lot more chili. Wait, like, Gary, it's... I've heard of chili yawns, but chili farts. <laughs> um, wow. I, when I have when chili goes in and chili goes out everything, it's like the Tammy's head of food. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, you can also uh, give us money on Patreon if you go to Patreon. <laughs> if you, if you want to hear me describe chili as the Tammy's head of foods, and you know what that means, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. And give us a couple bucks a month. All right. Hey, Gary. Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night.